Welcome back to Handsome Hour number four, and boy, do we have a packed show for you today. I'm fired up. I had a terrible dinner, and when I have a terrible dinner, I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a terrible mood. So cheers to all the handsome good boys, all the handsome good girls. Let's get into Handsome Hour number four. We're back on our Dr. Pepper bullshit. Cherry Coke, loved it. Back on the pepper, baby. Handsome Hour. You can listen to it and watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on iTunes, Spreaker, Facebook eventually. So freaking busy. I don't have time to upload to Facebook. And uh, to be honest, Mark Zuckerberg is a piece of shit. So programming notes. I have a note right here that says programming notes. Um, I'm try. I'm trying. I got a haircut, by the way. How does it look? Do I look like an alt writer? Hopefully not. Uh, show it on the sides. Whatever. Head off for the show because I'm fired up, baby. It's uh, um, it's eleven o'clock on Wednesday night. This will be uploaded tomorrow, so it's Thursday. That's a little bit, a little show business trick right there. Take another sip. I want to brand this show. Me and my advisor came up with a. Uh, a little, um, a little trendy graphic uh, that uh, could be viral um, in a matter of uh, days. Don't trend on me. <laughs> you get it? Like, don't tread on me like the Marines. But don't trend on me. Because if you try to trend on me, I'll get you, bitch. I'll get you. All right. So, um, the biggest uh, thing about this show is every blog, every podcast, every um, show has like a mailbag, like send in, send in your uh, questions, uh, concerns, and we can chat. Susan's mailbag. I'm starting Sal's trash bag. That's right, because everything on the internet is pure trash. Sal's trash bag. Um, right there. Pile of trash at no excuse me excuse me pile of trash sixty nine at gmail dot com tweet me well, not tweet me pile of trash sixty nine at gmail dot com you can email me um any concerns well, not concerns any questions you have any topics you want me to cover basic uh basically um anything you uh want to talk to me about that I'll bring up on the show in the handsome hour show you can email pilotrash69 at gmail.com uh, it can be anonymous you can leave uh your name whatever the hell you want you email me there um I'll talk about it on the handsome hour no matter what no matter what it is I'll bring it up I'll read your emails on the show sales trash bag Pile of trash 69 at gmail.com. Um, it's email because I'm a grown adult and I check my email regularly. Okay? Email there. Pile of trash 69 at gmail.com. Answers, comments, report, conversate with the salamanders. You gotta love it. Let's get into what's trending. First of all, I'm gonna start off with what's trending. Uh, that uh, naval nurse assistant in... Texas, I don't know where the hell she's from, but uh, this isn't in this show, but I just want to point this out cause, because this is this is breaking news. You know, I love to report breaking news. The naval nurse, what she did with the babies, making flicking off innocent babies, calling babies Satan's spawn, 
You can go to hell. You can go to hell of the day. New segment, you go to hell of the day, nurse. I think your name's Alyssen. Freaking Alyssen Thompson, you piece of shit. Those are innocent babies right there. Those are innocent newborn babies. And I, I, no one loves babies more than me. No one loves babies more than me. I hold them. I kiss them. If it's a random baby, I'll ask to hold it. You can go to hell, Alyssen Thompson. How dare you treat a baby like that? You, you should be kicked off, not honorably discharged, not honorably discharged. Okay. That's. That's a criminal offense, I think. I'm not sure. I'm probably wrong. That's a criminal offense. Shame on you. Shame on the other girl, okay? I had to get that off my chest. What's trending? Clay Travis. We brought him up on the last show. Clay Travis. Let's roll the clip. I'm a First Amendment absolutist. I believe in only two things completely. The First Amendment and boobs. And so once they made the decision that they were Wait, not going to allow a conservative non related and... commentary, they Wait, couldn't hold do on, it hold on, hold on. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly as a woman anchoring the show. Did you say, what did you say? You yeah. believe in the First Amendment and BWBS? Boobs. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and boobs. So those are the only two things I believe in absolutely in the country. We get it. Okay, so Clay Travis, we all know him. Um, hosts, uh, hosts a radio show on Fox Sports Radio, blah, blah, blah. He's a right, he's a right uh, winger conservative, blah, blah, blah. He, uh, he mentioned, he went on CNN, obviously. We all saw the clips. I'm on the fence. I hate this move. I hate this move. Why? Because Clay Travis had this shit planned out for days. For, he had this shit planned out for days. If he went on CNN and I could tell that it was a spur of the moment, oh, I'm going to toy with him. No. Clay Travis was calculated. He had this thought out. He had this thought out in his head. He says, what is a way I can stir up some drama and I could get back at a, a, a liberal ESPN and liberal CNN? I'm going to say boobs. Yee! I'm going to say boobs. I'm going to say boobs on CNN, okay? It was, excuse me, if it was spur of the moment right off at the top of the freaking noggin, I would have laughed. I would have said, okay, Clay Travis is one of us. But it's not. It's not. This was a planned, calculated attempt to troll CNN, to troll ESPN. His shtick, his shtick is DPAP. Don't be a pussy, okay? So in his head, he's like, what is, what's a manly way I can... Uh, troll CNN. Uh, boobs. Cause every man loves, uh, boobs. Every man loves titties. Every man loves titties, okay? True. What does that mean? Boobs have never let me down. What, what does that mean? Boobs have never let me down. Okay. We get, we, we get it, Clay Travis. You want everyone to know that you're a man. You believe in rights. You love boobs. You love to f***. Don't you, Clay Travis? Is that what you want everyone to know? We get it. We get it, Clay Travis. You're still, you're still a fraud. You're a fraud. Can you imagine? Can you imagine going on live television, on live CNN? Or could you imagine just talking to your friends, talking with your best friends? And you'll be like, what, guys? Hey guys, I believe in two things. I believe in an amendment and I believe in boobs. Get the f out of here, Clay Travis. Clay Travis. This was Clay Travis's attempt at being funny, at being edgy, at being one of the dudes. You failed, dude. I can see right through you, Clay Travis. Right freaking through you.
He probably was texting Mike Cernovich. Hey, Mike, you know what I'm going to do on CNN? I'm going to see boobs on live television. And Mike Cernovich was, dude, that's the gorilla mindset. Dude, I, I love that, dude. The gorilla. Screw both of you guys. I have friends, Nick Stilato, who likes Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich is a fraud, dude. Mike Cernovich is a lisping fraud. Okay? Okay? Clay Travis is just as bad. He, he's not as bad as Mike Cernovich, but he... He's he's bad. He's bad. Once again, if if Clay Travis went on CNN and I could tell that it was a spur of the moment, boobs. I would have laughed. Ha ha ha. He said boobs. This was a calculated move. And look at the CNN anchor's face. Can we talk about her for a second? Can we talk about her for a second? Are you too good to say boobs? Are you too good to say boobs? <laughs> You're a woman. You have boobs. It's anatomy. Are you too good to say boobs? She's she's looking around like, oh my god, did he did he just say boobs? Did he come on. Get with it. And another Clay Travis was uh he kept talking like uh he kept talking on the interview like he was trying to act like he didn't know all that like boobs just slipped out of his tongue. Clay Travis knew right when he said it, and in his mind he's giggling like a little schoolboy and he's trying to act. It's, it's boobs. I believe in boobs. Okay, all three of those guys on the panel weird, weird. Clay Travis, you're weird. CNN anchor, you're weird. They're boobs. Say boobs. She spelled it out B O B S. Titties! And the other guy. He's like trying to act like shocked and appalled. Because he's CNN's left uh, left wingist. Dude, you like boobs too. Don't act like you don't like boobs. Okay? Don't act like you don't like boobs. We all know you like boobs. We all know Clay Travis probably doesn't like boobs. That's why he's saying that. Can we all grow up for a second? Clay Travis, it's not a big deal to say boobs on the television. Boobs? That's the best you can come up with? Boobs? CNN anchor. He said boobs. So what? Okay? Not a big deal. Clay Travis, you're a scum. You're a scum. Hopefully I don't have to keep talking about Clay Travis. God forbid I don't have to talk about Clay Travis anymore. Kyrie Irving, ex-Cavalier, Boston Celtic, was on first take this week. Did you speak to LeBron James or talk to LeBron James before you, before you and your representatives met with ownership and let them know that you wanted out? No. Why not? Why would I have to? If you don't speak to somebody about it, they might take it personally. Yeah. Do you care about that at all? No. Dude, Kyrie Irving, he's so edgy, man. He He's so edgy. He's so edgy. Kyrie Irving should be on his hands and feet thinking LeBron James. Without LeBron James, Kyrie Irving... Kyrie Irving would have been to a couple All-Star games, right? He would have been to a couple All-Star games. He would have been on the Cavaliers. Cavaliers would have 30 to 36 wins a year. He would have been he would have been injured half the year with his knee. Sure. Kyrie Irving hit the biggest shot in Cleveland history. But he's a he's another fraud. Kyrie Irving is another fraud. This is a theme of this podcast. Kyrie Irving's a fraud. Kyrie Irving thinks he's some intellectual because he goes on podcasts and he talks about these books. He recommends books to me. Okay. Hey man, read this book. You'll learn a lot about yourself. I re- get the hell out. I hate that. I hate that. I know people like Kyrie Irving. 
I know a lot of people like Kyrie Irving. They're out of touch. They're out of touch with reality. Kyrie Irving's been on too many conspiracy subreddits. I promise you that. I promise you that. Kyrie Irving thinks he's better than you. He thinks he's better than me. He thinks he's better than LeBron James. He's probably better than me. He's probably better than you in life. He's not better. Uh, he's not better than LeBron James. That's for sure. Kyrie Irving thinks he's better than you and me. Why? Because he thinks he's smarter. He thinks he's more educated. He thinks because he reads books and he he probably done mushrooms one too many times. Get the f- out of here with this mushroom talk. You're nothing without LeBron James, buddy. Kyrie Irving, this is the Celtics' victory. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, they'll be good. Of course, they were good last year with Isaiah Thomas, but they'll be good this year. But they ain't winning nothing. You you, you're not going to the finals. If you go to the finals, go and say sweeps. The Cavaliers are going to take you to the woodshed. Cavaliers are going to sweep you in the playoffs. You and Gordon Hayward and Al Horford, that's laughable. Laughable. Celtics had Isaiah Thomas averaging 30 points last season. That's more than you've had in your career, buddy. 30 points, okay? You can compare Isaiah and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's probably like a much better uh, uh, player than Isaiah Thomas, but their main uh, strengths are scoring. Isaiah put up 30 points on that Celtics team. You're not going to put up 30 points. And I don't know how much better at other things you can be than Isaiah. I don't think you're going to make that big of a difference on the Celtics, Kyrie. I think you're full of yourself. I think you're a fool for not telling LeBron James and for treating LeBron James like this. I think you're a fool. Okay? I think you're scared. I think you're scared of LeBron James. You never wanted to be in Cleveland. You never wanted to be in Cleveland. Okay? You signed that max extension back in whenever LeBron came, before LeBron came thinking you're the man. You always wanted to be the man. You were the man for your four, four years in the uh, the NBA. Yes, you were young. Yes, you were injured. But you can never be the man. You can never be the man, Kyrie. You think you can be LeBron James? You're a point guard. You're not Kobe either, buddy. You're Kyrie Irving. You don't have what it takes. You don't have what it takes. I'm on the record. Kyrie Irving does not have what it takes. Okay? He's he's been he's been on too many conspiracy subreddits. He thinks the earth is flat. Kyrie Irving thinks he's smarter than you because he thinks the earth is flat. Okay? I had your back when you said that. Okay? Now I don't. Now you're a whack job. Okay? Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith, round of applause. You knew Kyrie was full of shit. One word answer, smug attitude. Max Kellerman, round of applause for you. Keep digging, keep going at Kyrie. Stephen A. Smith, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving on first take when asked about leaving money on the table in Cleveland. um, Quotes, you can't put a price on happiness. Buddy, you're an NBA player. You went to the finals three straight years. You hit the biggest shot in Cleveland history. That doesn't make you happy? Winning a championship doesn't make you happy? Going to three straight finals? Being being one of the most popular 
athletes in Cleveland history doesn't make you happy? You think going to Boston, dealing with their media, not being the man, forever being in Larry Bird's shadow, Paul Pierce's shadow, you think that's going to make you happy? No, that's not going to make you happy, bud. Okay? You're soft. You're weak-minded. Read some more books. Read some more books. Maybe that will make you into a sharper, stronger man. Doubt it. You're weak. Speaking of weak, soft, and out of touch, Kevin Durant forgot to log out of his burner account on Twitter. Uh, So, Kevin Durant is one of those athletes who will respond to trolls on Twitter. And apparently, he has a burner account which he forgot to log out of. And I'll put the screenshots up for you guys. But he forgot to log out of it. And he basically says that it was just him and Russ and OKC. He didn't have the pieces around him. He didn't like Billy. He didn't like playing for Billy Donovan. He tweeted that from his main Kevin Durant account with well over 20 million followers. He Oh, boy, Kevin Durant, you, you're talking about out of touch he's an MVP he's a finals MVP he's Kevin Durant he's worth millions and millions of dollars he's the best second best basketball player on the planet and he does this type of shit I'm convinced if Kevin Durant and his caliber is doing this type of stuff I'm convinced that 70% of all athletes do this well I'm just throwing a number out of my ass he's worth 900 billion dollars right second best athlete He's an A-lister, Hall of Famer, legend. And he's not confident in himself. He's not confident in himself. He has to have some burner counts defending him. Dude, get some confidence, Kevin Durant. I get it. You play for Golden State, you're surrounded by dweebs. Have some confidence. I know hanging out with Klay Thompson might... He's a loser. Hanging out with Klay Thompson might make you look... Like a loser, you are a loser, obviously. But have some confidence, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant fits perfectly into that Golden State fan base. You ever watch those games and every little three-pointer that Curry shoots up, crowd goes crazy? Come on. Fits perfect. I have not seen a better match made in heaven than Kevin Durant and Golden State. Perfect. Kevin responded... With this. Kevin responded with this. Kevin Durant at TechCrunch in San Francisco asked about Twitter snafu yesterday. I have another Instagram account, but that's just for my friends and family. So I wouldn't say I was using it to clap back at anyone. I use Twitter to engage with fans. I think it's a great way to engage with basketball fans. I happen to take it a little too far. That's what happens sometimes when I get into these basketball debates about what I really love, to play basketball. I don't regret clapping back at anybody or talking to my fans on Twitter. I do regret using my former coach's name and former organization I played for. That was childish. That was idiotic. All types of those words. I apologize for that. I do not think I'll stop engaging with fans. I really enjoy it. It's a good way to contact, uh, for us to contact all of us. But I'll scale back a little bit. And focus on playing basketball. I'll move on from it. It was a tough to deal with yesterday. I was pretty mad at myself. Definitely want to move on and keep playing basketball. Playing his day, Kevin Durant admits to being the biggest dweeb on the internet. Biggest dweeb. 
if a normal person in your college or your high school, if they did this, they'd be getting swirlies. They'd be getting their underwear taken over their head. Cupcake. He's cupcake. He's soft. Next headline. Trump calls Kim Jong-un rocket man during UN speech. Watch this video. Rocket man is on a suicide mission for himself and for his regime. The United States is ready, willing, and able. But hopefully, this will not be necessary. That's what the United Nations is all about. That's what the United Nations is for. Okay, so basically, uh, Donald Trump, you know Donald Trump, right? He's the president. Calls Kim Jong-un. What is he? Uh, what's Kim Jong-un's official title? Is he president of North Korea? Well, anyways, besides that, I personally love when Donald Trump uh, gives nicknames to his enemies. Lion Ted Cruz, little Marco Rubio. What was the one he gave for Hillary? Shit. Well, anyways, I'm a huge fan of these nicknames. There's nothing more there's nothing more degrading than receiving a little nickname from Donald Trump. Um, I want to know from my anti-Trump folk, which I'm sure there's plenty, why you don't like Donald Trump calling Kim Jong-un Rocket Man. You can email pile of trash at 69.com, tweet me, blah, blah, comments, whatever. Uh, but tell me why you don't like that. Because uh, personally, Kim Jong-un is the bully in North Korea. Donald Trump is the bully in the United States, but he's trying to take down that bully who's trying to kill us. Okay, and I'm all for degrading nicknames, all for degrading nicknames. If you think Kim Jong-un is sitting on these nuclear weapons and not using them and then uh, freaking Trump calling him Rocket Man, that's going to trigger him to uh, nuke us. Come on, come on. North Korea has been wanting to kill us before Rocket Man, before Trump, before uh, the presidential election. I love that Donald Trump is standing in front of those beautiful green tiles in the United Nations, and he's pulling down uh, Kim Jong-un's metaphorically pants, and he's spanking him. He's spanking him on his little ass, just like I said to do in the Handsome Hour 1. I said, you have to spank Kim Jong-un, okay? And I love that he's standing in front of the world's leaders, and he's spanking the bare, hairy ass, hairless ass of Kim Jong-un in front of everyone. Calling him Rocket Man. Saying he's going to pay. He is going to pay for what he's doing. Okay? He's going to pay for what he's doing. And I love it. I love it. Let him pay, Donald. Tell me more. Tell me how you're going to fuck Rocket Man. Tell me how you're going to hurt him. Please tell me, Donald. Why does Donald get hate for making fun of the United States enemies? We're all on the same team. We're all Americans. 
The whole world's on the same team against Kim Jong-un. Let's taunt him a little bit. Use those rockets, Rocket Man. Okay? Because as soon as a rocket... Trust me. Trust me. As soon as those rockets launch off North Korea and it's coming from the United States, that rocket ain't going to hit us. Okay? The Rocket Man knows as soon as he does something stupid, he's dead. We win. And it's over. Kim Jong-un knows he has no power when he's dead. He has no power when he's dead. He has no power when he does something to us. He's dead. Okay. The only way for Kim Jong-un is to have power is for him not to be dead. Is for him to keep taunting and threatening. Because he's not going to do anything. And if he does, he's dead and he won't have power. It's as simple as that. Okay, Rocket Man. Next trending topic is... Um, I titled this one Good Husband of the Week because we have to, I'm a guy, so I have to look out for my uh, my guys out there. And the Good Husband of the Week award is to Keith Urban, Alexander Skarsgård, kissing Nicole Kidman on the lips in front of Keith Urban. <laughs> Keith Urban, you're a good hubby. You're a good hubby to let your wife, Nicole Kidman, kiss this hunk of a man, Alexander Skarsgård. Okay. Little backstory. Um, Alexander Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman were TV husband and wife on the show, uh, Big Little Lies. I watched it. I love it. Fantastic. Uh, um, Alexander Skarsgård's character was physically Physically abusive to Nicole Kidman where like it was almost like hard to watch. It was really hard to watch and they had like really just rough and aggressive and physical sex. So I think Alexander Skarsgård kissing Nicole Kidman is Alexander Skarsgård taking out taking out his wiener and slapping Keith Urban across the face with it. Sure it could be and most likely like an Australian uh, kiss on the lips down south. But a good on ya, Keith Urban, for uh, for letting Nicole Kidman kiss him. Okay? Just look at Alexander Skarsgård. His hands on her hips right in front of Keith Urban. Keith Urban's just looking like this. Oh, God damn it. God damn it right now. Uh, Keith Urban's just smiling in the back. Is this... See... This is a hunch, but I feel like there's more... Uh, there's more uh, celebs kissing each other's... Uh, Husbands and wives behind the scenes at some Hollywood um, swinging, spirit cooking, cuckold parties. Um, sure, sure, Keith Orban might like um, Alexander Skarsgård kissing his wife. Probably not. I would feel like, why would someone like that? But I feel like Keith Urban would be like, if I, I'm on live television right now. It would be kind of weird if I said anything. I'm just going to let him kiss her. He might kick my ass if I tried again. And I'm a little Keith Urban with my little soul patch right there. He's freaking Tarzan. Let him kiss my wife. Good on you, Keith Urban. You either let Alexander Skarsgård kiss your wife or Alexander Skarsgård is going to kiss your wife. You know what I mean? Okay. Alexander Skarsgård. Trust me. I don't want I don't want any problems, Alexander. You can kiss my wife. That's coming from Keith Urban, not me. Me. I would stand up to Alexander Skarsgard. I would kick his ass on live television. Good on you, Keith. 
it keeps staying a good husband. High school football fight. Roll the clips. Let's go, let's go. I love this. I found I found this one uh, the most uh, the most interesting uh, one of the week. I played some sports in high school, wrestled, sucked at wrestling, baseball. Was a decent baseball player, but I always had I always had a fantasy, a wet dream you could say, of getting in a baseball game and just getting in a benches clear and brawl. So seeing these high schoolers live out my dream. I, I, uh, senior year, my rec baseball team, we were about to come on a game. So there's a game playing before us and they had a benches clearing brawl. Some kid hit a dinger. He was rounding second base, cold clocked a shortstop right in his face. Benches clearing like you see on the freaking uh, TV in the movies. Benches clearing, jerseys ripped, faces bloody. I wasn't even on the team, but I grabbed someone on the, I grabbed someone else on the team who wanted to get in, and I was holding them back, and I had a huge smile on my face. It felt so good. It felt so good, even though I wasn't like in uh, the brawl, but it felt so good just being in, just grabbing someone. No, it's not worth it. I was like holding it back, yelling at him, and it's not worth it. It felt so good. It felt so good. Man, man, I wish I was on the bottom of that dog pile. Come on, I wish I was on the bottom of that dog pile. You know these high school kids, probably not going to really get in trouble for this. They're going to be the talk of the school for the rest of the year. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I always wanted to get into a Benjamin's clearing brawl. Still do. Still do. Might join a softball league. I'll get a couple goons and just start a brawl. Would love that. Love it. I'm skipping the next story. So I'm skipping uh, this college football video, and I'm skipping this new powder puff. This new powder puff girl. Whatever. Uh, Show reminder, we now have a a mailbag per se, Sal's trash bag. You can email pile of shit. Pile of trash. Shit, what is it? It's pileoftrash69 at gmail.com. Hopefully I didn't hopefully I didn't say that wrong at the beginning, but it's a pile of trash sixty-nine at gmail.com. Pile of trash sixty-nine at gmail.com. You can email me. I will respond to all of them on the show. You can email me anything and I'll answer them. In the newest segment, Zuckerberg's crap of the day. I'm a big fan of hating Facebook. Facebook could have been I mean it. Still is uh, the biggest social media, but I mean, it, to be honest, it's just a bunch of old people and the druggies from high school. To be honest, that's what Facebook is. It's a bunch of old people and those burnouts from high school. It is. So basically, it's useless. 
Zuckerberg's crap of the day. It is a, a meme with milk getting poured into a glass, and it says milk. Nasty, nasty, nasty. People that can pour this into a cup and drink it are straight spawns of Satan. Fuck you. First of all, fuck you for hating on milk. You ever have a glass of cold milk? I love it. My girlfriend was hating on me for drinking milk. I love a cold glass of milk. Look at me. I'm a fat little baby. I have a baby's... Uh, I have a toddler's body. I love milk. Look at this tummy. I have a... Let me drink my milk. Ice cold glass of milk with some cake, some ice cream, some cookies. Nothing is better than that. What are you going to drink? Cookies with water? Water? I order insomnia cookies a couple times. Every time I order insomnia cookies, they have whole milk. And I don't like whole milk, but I have I have to drink it. I'm getting cookies, so I order whole milk. I drink it. It's still good, but a nice 2%, even 1% glass of milk? Nothing is better than that. Nothing is better than that, okay? What a weird hill to die on. Hating on milk? You're going to hate on milk? Why not hate on terrorists, child abusers, rapists? Don't hate on me for liking milk, okay? I love milk. I love it. I love milk. I'm a huge milk guy. F*** you, Zuckerberg. Okay. We're wrapping this show up. I had dinner today. Uh, today was my, uh, my grandpa's 79th birthday. We went out to dinner. Me, my mom, and my grandparents went out to dinner, tried a new spot, Woodstock Barbecue. Uh, Grandpa's B-Day, we're excited, try a new spot, walk in, it was empty. It was pretty much empty, and it was a nice night, and it's a nice location, so that was a red flag, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, do people know something we don't know? It's a barbecue place, so naturally, I ordered ribs. Food came out in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And I saw the plate coming. She put the plate in front of me. And the one thing, the one thing I hate, I hate. If I'm ordering a piece of meat like ribs, steak, a burger, don't put freaking vegetables on my plate. Pickled onions? Radishes and olives? The juice. <laughs> Almost make me throw up. God damn. I'm about to throw up, so hold on. Don't put that stuff on my plate. Or at least give me a warning. Hey, we're about to ruin this meal with uh, some pickled onions. Do, uh, do you want it to take us off? Do you want your meal to be ruined? Saw the pickled onions. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I couldn't even look at it. My grandma had to take the freaking juicy vegetables, disgusting, disgusting, off my plate. I'm just like, this is repulsive. That was already strike one. Strike one. I looked at this piece of ribs. It was a half, half rack of ribs, right? No juice. It was dry as can be. It looked like a piece of tire on the road. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding. It was black and it was disgusting. And as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, I, I, I took a couple bites. Room temperature. Room temperature. 
dry. So I uh, so I took uh, the barbecue off the table, shook it up, took a couple squirts, exploded all over me. Um, I'm wearing my handsome good boy shirt. I don't know if you can see that there's barbecue shit over this shirt, over my hat, over my glasses. My grandma sitting next to me was all splattered. It took every ounce out of me not to just get up, throw that piece of tire in the street. I kept eating it because I was hungry. It was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. I've never had worse meal in my entire life. The whole entire experience. Walking in, there was like two dudes in it. Oh, terrible, terrible. That put me in a bad mood. That's why I'm fired up. And I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Okay. Another reason why I'm fired up, okay? As you know, I've been in touch trying to get the YouTubers Nick and uh, Danny onto the show. I think I think people that I know would be interested in um, them talking, coming on the podcast, getting an interview, getting some questions. I have some questions. I know a lot of people are uh, probably wondering some questions, so I reached out to them. There, uh, this guy. By the way, Nick Turk did end up following me. I called him out on Instagram. Thank you for the follow, Nick Turk. So, anyways, uh, Nick and Danny have a lot more uh, subscribers on YouTube. We all know why. I'll get into that with them. Hopefully, I, I, I genuinely think it would be a good conversation. For some reason, Nick and Danny won't uh, respond to my DMs until like days later. Uh, so this dude, Connor Whirling, has been in my DMs, uh, basically uh, negotiating terms for Nick and Danny to come on the podcast. First of all, who the fuck are you, Connor Whirling? Okay? Are you Nick and Danny's lawyer? First of all, Nick and Danny, they aren't big enough to have this guy in my DMs. They have 8,000 subscribers, Okay? 8,000 subscribers. Listen, if I want Nick and Danny on the show, I'm not going to beg for them to come on the show. I think it'll be good conversation, okay? One of the conting- one of the contingencies that Connor Whirling gave me was that I have to eat a vegetable on the show. I said, sure, I think that'll be pretty funny. I'll eat a vegetable you can pick. I think he was surprised that I said uh, yes so quick. So then he says, I have one more contingency. Abe the Babe Rita has to be on the show. I said, Abe the Babe Rita is not going to be on the show. He hates me. He says, then you can't have the duo. The duo. Nick and Danny from Westlake, Ohio with 8,000 subscribers on YouTube's The Duo. Come on, Connor Rowling, get out of my DMs. I'm genuinely pissed off. You know who I am. I was making internet contact years before Nick and Danny was trying to pull their out on YouTube. Okay? Years before them. I'm the fucking OG. Okay? If I made this YouTube shit full-time or even part-time where I put in more than three hours one day a week. Okay? I should have one trillion subscribers on YouTube. I'm the OG. I was making videos, I was making vines, I was making YouTube videos for entertaining the Salamanders years before Nick and Danny, years before the Paul Bros were, your boys, okay? I have a full-time job where I work 50 hours a week, okay? Don't come around here acting like I'm not the OG who's making vines before your boy Paul. Learn the fucking OG, get out of my DMs, learn that, okay? I call the shots, this is my show. Okay, if I want to put this show on freaking 
ESPN, I'll put that show on ESPN. I don't have the time for that, okay? If I was full-time, I'd have one trillion subscribers on YouTube. I'm the motherfucking OG around here. Look at that timestamps. Where the hell was Nick and Danny? I was making vines in 2010. 10. Okay? Before there's revines. Once revines came in, everyone was swinging their trying to get a revise and this I'm out. Okay? I'm the OG around here. Y'all know that. I'm king internet content around here. Okay? Sure, I don't give a I don't really do it on the regular. I do because it's fun and I like to do it and I have a full-time job. Don't come around here giving me terms acting like your boy's the shit. I'm the shit. I'm the OG. Making YouTube videos out of the 8th grade. I'm the That's the show. That's the f***ing show. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Review this shit. I'll see you next week.